welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is episode number 241 of the Fred Talk Podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Champ. You're joined also by, oh my gosh, it's Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. How are you, my friend? How are you? I'm all right, you. Indeed. Near bad. Oh, oh. A new challenger enters the arena. Finish him. <laughs> Maybe later if he's lucky. Maybe I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, it's Lee. Yabba dabba doom. I thought like, that was going to be a question. It, 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 I just I mean, say, like, when is. I actually had to say happy birthday to Lee, I was actually at work and I had to go dabba da dabba da doom as I was typing it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's problematic. I, I spell it different every time I type it. Um, but happy birthday, Lee. Thank you like very much, my friend. Two days ago, three days ago, no, is it? It was yesterday. Again? It was, it was, oh yeah, no. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was two days ago. <laughs> Forget my own head. Well, we're filming Indeed. this on the Thursday, so count back how many days. You're not that old. <laughs> that's it. What what day are we on today? Who am I? And that that's uh that's the ravages of of time taking their toll on Lee. Yeah, well, it's been a, a crazy couple of days. Uh, in fact, it's been a crazy week. But that's how uh, it goes. Yeah, <laughs> going off the rails. Um, it's been um. Yeah, it's been crazy. When, Tuesday was my birthday and it was absolutely lovely. Um, yeah, thank you very much for all the lovely birthday wishes from everyone. Indeed. Um, what you guys been up to? Well, well, I'm going to start this week because I never do that. I'm oh. interjecting this week. Uh, this this week, <laughs> I um, I put together a, a little video for Pedalboards of Doom. Um quite would you really yeah quite quickly so it was uh it was shot within a, a short space of time but the uh the production value is higher than ever um michael bay eat your heart out <laughs> indeed like <laughs> cinematic pans and all this um all i need to do now is is learn how to do lens flares and then me and michael bay will be best buds i think uh, that's really easy actually <laughs> Yeah, what we th- need is to learn how to do big explosions for no reason. <laughs> I don't think I've quite got the budget for that because I am budget pedal you chap. Need a BB gun and a like can of links. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, so this this week I uh, I continued on with my Love Letter Two series. Um, the previous one was my love letter to the DS1, which was a video that I thought would never happen. Um, this time around, I've done my love letter to the Variax, um, which I felt like it needed a little bit. Of, it needed someone to stick up for it because there's quite a few people who uh, who hate on the Variax. Um, and then the same day you released yours. <laughs> yeah, there was another, another chap, like 2022, reasons why you should own a Variax. Um, but it just it goes to show that I am ahead of the curve. I'm I'm exactly on the curve, uh, or at least you're bending in the same I way someone admit, else is. It, indeed, it was <laughs> yeah. a very intriguing video. Yeah, so I mean, you're um, pretty new to the whole Variax stuff. You've heard a little bit about it through uh, through people like Rabia, but you weren't quite. Uh, quite sure of the the scope of the Variax tech, were you? No, I literally just thought, you know, you could automatically just change tuning and uh, change the type of pickups. Didn't realise you could change pots and, like, angle of pickups. And I was just, like, mind-blown. Yeah. So, I mean, all of that stuff that you, you mentioned is stuff that is kind of the selling point of the guitar and... It's all stuff that you can do from the guitar itself. So without having to plug it into a computer, you can do all of that. You can change, uh, you can change pickup types. You can even you can create custom banks from the guitar itself. So I could like take Les Paul mode switch position two and save that onto like the custom custom banks without having to go onto a computer. Uh, and you can do alternative tunings as well from the guitar itself using the virtual capo mode. 
uh, which I'm still not quite sure how to work. Yeah. Um, but it, there's, there's a way of doing it. Like you, there's a certain button press that you hold in, and then then you like play in certain notes, and then it will it will save that tune. Um, so there's there's something in there for like all stages of technology, like the the people who are viable within those bits of technology. So like there's magnetic pickups for you like straight up boomer. Um and then you've got like the the modeling technology on the knobs. And then you can go even further with like make like creating your own custom banks and stuff. And then you've got the workbench. And like you you'd mentioned there, Josh, you can get super, super geeky with it. You can go even down to like the the pot load for the tone and the volume and the capacitor as well that you have in the tone pot. Um, but you can also have it where you save the position of the tone, like how much tone you roll off um, when you switch to that pickup. You can have it like saved as a custom one because some people uh, don't like the like the bridge pickup of a strap with the full tone um because they can be quite quite sharp and quite brash so there's a lot of people who will like roll the roll the tone of the the bridge pickup of the strap straight uh like down to about eight just to take the the top off it um and you can have that like set as standard can you switch the different presets on it with your uh hx stomp not with the stomp with the lt and the uh, the full fat helix. There is a a link cable, the VDI link, which you can then change, like tunings and presets of so the variables. More important question: If we're calling that the full fat helix, can we call the stop the semi skimmed? <laughs> the the one percent, I think, is it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I suppose so. Yeah, that was. There was a, a little bit of a dilemma that I had when I was buying the stump, actually, and it was whether I saved a little bit more money and went for the LT, knowing that it would be able to do those things with the the Variax. Mm. But the form factor of the the stump is small enough that it sold me. So did you see uh, the other thing come out of Line 6 this week? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Um I mean, there's a few things come out of like Yamaha and Line Six over the past month, uh, like including the Rev Stars that we still haven't spoken about. Um, they look great, don't they? I I really like Rev Stars, mm. and that they, they, they just they look so good. They're almost like what you would draw as a guitar as a kid. Is it? They're so right looking. Yeah, they're, they're like uh, the SG's cooler cousin. Yeah. It's like just the SG and the last... junior kind of had a baby. <laughs> the last yeah, lot of them though kind of had that problem where they had that matte finish. So as soon as like you say you went to a guitar store and you wanted to, you know, seeing the one that you want and it had yeah. that matte finish. Everybody that's played it has got their thumbprints or fingerprints all over it, and then that's it. You kind of you stuck with them for the rest of your life. Yeah, it and it's one of those things that looks nice in principle. <laughs> yeah, it it looks nice for a very short period of time, and then the moment you start scuffing up the finish, and you get like the shiny shiny areas on it, it's it's lost its appeal. Then, hasn't it? But it it, it is what it is. Like the they've really simplified the Revstar range, where it's now um like a budget range, a middle range, and then a uh like a full range. However. We were talking about Variaxes. <laughs> we were. Um, so, yeah, I, re- I released a video on it this week. It's kind of a like top five reasons to own a Variax, but it, it, go, it, it basically works like chronologically in or whatever, like sequentially, sorry, in terms of like least technology all the way up to like most technology. And there's even a, a super secret um, trick if you do own a Variax. Don't tell them what it is. I'm not going make to. Make the buggers watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty impressive, isn't it? Having that 
that ability within the guitar itself. I was yes. more amazed that you managed to play a certain Zeppelin excerpt without getting it taken down. No, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, there were, the, yeah, there were, there were quite a few um, like touch and go moments. And when it was uploaded on YouTube, you get, uh, you get like six or seven minutes where it starts uploading, and then it processes it. There's that like squeaky bum time where it's like checking, checking, checking. Um, so I was, I was sitting there with bated breath, going, "Are they gonna? Are they gonna copyright us for this? Is it worth it?" Um, but they didn't. They they allowed it. That's crazy. So I was I was happy with that. Like, but how can you not have an alternative tuning and not do that? I mean. <sighs> There's only one thing that I know how to play in Dadgad. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you now. Monuments do a song in, I think that, but, you know, that's very progressive metal. I wouldn't exactly say do that. Do you even know who Monuments street. are? Uh, yeah. I haven't got a clue. Uh, I oh, say, we'll I be do. able to put, pick them out in a, in a lineup of one. <laughs> <laughs> then you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sir, I am. Uh, so I, I did that, and tomorrow... On the uh, on the budget pedal chap YouTube channel will be the third in the series of the verses, um, no talk or time verses series, and this week we have got blues driver off. So it's the uh, the oh, digi- that's just your clean tone, isn't it? <laughs> Pardon, <laughs> blues driver off. <laughs> yeah, that's just your clean tone. <laughs> This is the sound yeah. of a boss buffer. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is this is what it sounds like. Completely bypassed. No, so it's um the uh, Digitech Bad Monkey versus the um what's it called? The Ho Tone Blues, the Hot One Blues, Hot Tone. Um Tone. Yeah. The reason why I chose both of those is because I own both of those. No. <laughs> I was going to say the bad first and foremost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. The, the reason why I chose both of them is because um, the, the hot one blues has got the fat switch, which is basically like the Keeley mod, and the Digitech one has got a uh, a bass control, which, if you use it correctly, acts like the Keeley mod. So. It's kind of like modded blues driver tones. And I am not sure which one I prefer. Like, for the last two, I think I've said you you can own both of these pedals and they sound different enough for you to be, like, justified to own it. <laughs> I, um, the, the blues drivers, they sound close enough that you only need to own one. I, I'm not sure which one I prefer. I'll be honest. So I need I need some assistance. Tell me in the tell me in the comments of that video which one you prefer. Because oh yeah, I um, I don't I don't know. Go on, Lee. What are we saying? No, I just thought it was a nice little way of getting those buggers onto the channel. <laughs> I, know, I mean, it would it would be a nice nice sneaky one if uh, if you didn't point it out. Oh well. <laughs> um so so what we've been up to this week gentlemen josh 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 you've got some exciting news haven't you uh, yeah some people might find it exciting uh i um now a i can say officially the uh lead guitarist for paramore gb paramore tribute band uh, paramore Paramore or less, no. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, like you can have that name for free, Paramore or less. I did. I say, like maybe should we rename a rename to Parahors, but they weren't quite up for that one. <laughs> Not yet. Not just yet. Uh, had the audition Sunday. They'd given me like um, a list of three songs to like. It's a bit. I want you to do these. Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Go on. I'm gonna. Okay. So they're all Paramore songs, I assume. It's not like they've not asked you for like ACDC back in black. No. Good. Uh, right. So Misery Business has got to be one, surely. Yeah. Surely. Uh, Decode. Yeah. Um. You go for for free. Uh, oh, oh. Hush, hush. No, hush. sorry, so, sorry. I did four. Yeah, crush, crush, crush. Crush, crush. That's more. it. Sorry. 
I'm, I'm tapped out. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> that's that's like how many did you do? Three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I six did, more than I know. Um, and the other one that I was doing was careful. Um, do I know that one? Is that it's got it's got some really fiddly guitar bits in it, and um, at first I was kind of like you know when I seen they were looking for people to audition, I was like. Mm. Mm. Do I do it? Do I not? And it's like, you know what? I've got nothing to lose by going for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it expands then, your musical horizons as well, doesn't it? Because yeah, all, all, uh, you... I'm in that age bracket where kind of Paramore when, were big when I was, well, they still are, but when I was a teenager, that's when they kind of really obviously took off with Riot. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I remember you know, that. I remember that album. I was well into them when I, but you know, back in my teenage years. Yeah. Um, More hair, less gut. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, and you know what? It actually like made me feel kind of like reliving that kind of teenage youth. Yeah, kind of, of like sweet nostalgias. Yeah, definitely. Um, and when I was doing the auditions, I put some like uh, you made me think about Line Six now. I, <laughs> I, I put some quad cortex tones together for it, cool. and um, it's different using them at home when you got headphones on yeah and monitors and then you're putting it through a pa and i must say first time taking the quad cortex into a situation like that and it did not fail to deliver noise um i i ended up using an amp i didn't expect to use okay um for the clean and the kind of the lead tones I'm going to go Mesa Dual Wreck. Okay. Lee, do you care to weigh in? Oh, I haven't got a clue, mate. I, I, I've never listened to it well, other than hearing them in the background. Oh, maybe like an orange, uh, an orange well, rocker. The lead guitarist uses a, Jace, uh, a Marshall to DSL 2000 or JCM 2000, whatever they're called. I can't yeah, remember yeah. the name. DSL. DSL. Uh, and I'm using the PRS Mark Tremonti. Okay. Model. Okay. Um, it cuts through beautifully well. Um, and for cleans, it's I don't know what the model is on. Uh, I've got um, for like clean crunch. It's it's called the Fender Storm or something like that. It's just like Fender Storm 16. I have no idea what it actually is. Okay. Um, but it works really nicely for um, the crunch, and he got me that crush, crush, crush intro. Yeah, muted arpeggiated section perfectly. Cool. I mean, <laughs> Lee's definitely doing something this week, isn't he? He's yeah. definitely doing something. <laughs> um, and I am also I'm, I must give a shout out here to uh, Richter Straps because I was <laughs> chatting to. I was chatting to Lars Richter of uh, Richter Straps and we was having a chat and he's been very gracious in sending me uh, some gear to use on stage with them. Oh, so, nice. Lars Richter, thank you very so much for uh, sending out a little package to me. I'm going to really enjoy using that. Who's cool. he, the guitarist from Paramore or something? No, he's, uh, he makes uh, Richter Straps, uh, handmade in oh, Germany. Yeah. Believe it or not. Richter, right Richter from Richter um, straps. I own, sorry, <laughs> I already own three of his straps. Uh, the two Richard signature ones, and yeah. um, another one that I've got on a Les Paul. But he's uh, very kindly sending me uh, another one and a wireless transmitter pocket for the back. So nice. I shall be gig ready. I'm gonna have to check uh, out some of these straps because they're very nice. Uh, they cater for all budgets. Very comfortable. Very very comfortable. I must admit. Yeah, I, I mean, of the uh, the brand of strap that I use, uh, um, they were like the home brand of Sound Control when Sound Control was a thing, um, and you can still get them, and they only sell on ebay <laughs> like they they got like an ebay shop i can't remember what they're called but they're like a company in liverpool and they're just like these cheap generic faux fur straps they're probably like off like camp out some people's cars or something <laughs> so I, I feel like i probably should have like a proper grown-up strap now 
At least um, one. Yeah. Um, I don't think... Have I done anything else since then? Uh, I don't think I have. <laughs> it's been a very quiet week in Josh World. I'm more excited about what Lee's got to talk about. Ooh, tell us more, well, Lee. I've been very, very busy. I have this weird foam thing that I've stuck a pencil in. And it then looks I'm... like um, something from Monty Python. Yeah. Is that the Messiah? He's a very naughty boy. It started out sitting on my thumb with some eyes and I was making the guys giggle with it. Uh, and now it's a superhero and it's about to save the planet or destroy oh. it. I mean, like, it's a good job we're not recording a podcast, isn't it? It's a good job. <laughs> we do do things to put each other off sometimes. And by we, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so what you've been busy with this week, uh, Mr. Well, Mister Lee? I've been quite busy, uh, as have the people over at um, Boss with some releases and... Uh, I've been working on the Nuari 2, which was announced today. Um, so it's mm-hmm. basically like a, a tape echo, space echo, RE201, but yeah. in a compact. And it's not the first compact they've done, is it? Because they did the, what is it, the RE20? Yeah, the RE20, uh, which That's apparently, uh, yeah. So that was kind of like the, the Cosm era. Uh, boss stuff and i hear on the grapevine that they um they had massive tone suck they were absolutely fantastic sounding but you could you could hear the difference when they were plugged into your signal path i don't i've i've played one but only at a shop so i didn't really get to a b it between you know and i wasn't familiar with the uh, equipment that like the rig i was playing playing yeah. it at uh, that was down in Gak a couple of years ago, um, but I've um, played around with this um, with the guys at Tonepedia, and it's awesome. It is so so cool. What this has over the RE two RE twenty, yeah, RE twenty, yeah, <laughs> is um, the fact that it's smaller, so it's in the normal Boss compact size thing. It's um, and it has a well and flutter mode, so you can basically age the tape. So you know what I mean by I, that. I'm so looking forward to playing through with that feature because I am going to be pre-ordering one tomorrow. As it's pre-ordering, buying, whatever you want to call it, tomorrow because it's payday. So I'm going <laughs> to have so much fun with that. Yes. Yeah, man. Um, we've um, we've been working our asses off on it for Tonepedia. But... Like we've had it ready for a time, actually. Um, but uh, today, obviously, we've been working with the releases and these sort of things. Yeah. And one of the things that we did was you've got your normal um, usage of it, so your normal Timepedia usage of it. We've done a single knob um, demo as well, so you can go through and get more control over each of the knobs rather than having limited control over each of the knobs. Mm. So rather than having to do lots and lots of um, tones where you can, you have to like get like multiples of, you just basically, every time you choose a different knob, the other ones go back to what, 12 o'clock or or whatever. Um, So that was really cool. But we have also done another demo where we've done it in a band context. Yes. Yeah. This this was the setting point for me on the Tonepedia because when I played it through and, you just get into use it in so many different contexts and it really shows off how flexible it is and how many tonal variations you can get with it. It's so good. It's so interesting how like things sound so different in a mix. It really, really does. But, yeah. Um, it, it sounds amazing. I love the fact that you can turn the backing music on and off so you can take the drums and the bass out of it and you can listen to it. You can dial it in then you're like, okay, let's hit that back in and hear how that sits in the mix. Yeah, um, uh, and as always, you find that you always want it a little bit more pronounced for the mix. Yeah, otherwise you just don't hear it. Yeah, because it's uh, it is an ambient machine, isn't it? it? It creates space, and if you if you're keeping that level the same, you get lost in that that like tonal spectrum. Yeah, it, it's um, 
there's there's another aspect of this um, pedal that I really like, which is the way it looks. So it's so aesthetically beautiful. It's simple, but it's it's elegant. Yeah, it's it's taking the aesthetic of the 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 two hundred one, but in compact form, isn't it? It's it's very much a nod to that original unit, but without being kind of cheesy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and and not taking up half your pedal board as well yeah yeah i mean a lot of the the aesthetic it because it's a bit like those um those fender pedals that they did like they, they did the basement and the 63 spring oh, the boss ones yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's really really cool um so yeah that that's one of the things that i've been working on a shit ton today <laughs> and obviously it was my birthday a couple of days ago so that was um that was nice and we've got a, i'm having a birthday party tomorrow i haven't had a birthday party in ages because like covid and all that sort of thing and moving away from people because we moved away before we moved over here so yeah i'm yeah. really looking forward to that mr budget pedal chat was your invite lost in the post because i think mine was oh boys if i could invite you over and it was easy enough to do it because i decided a week ago we we're gonna do it um i i 100 i'd have you over I think, um, again, touching on the, the Space Echo, one of my favourite, like, clean, ambient sort of sections in the Tosca song is used with an original model. And I've always played around with, like, you know, the delay and chorus and reverb, but it still doesn't quite get there as much as this will get there. It's yeah. uh, I can't wait. I really can't wait because I love my ambient tones. Yeah, uh, it's... I, the RE201 and the 20 and, and now this RE2 have got a really distinctive tone. They've, they do, yeah. No, I was I posted up about this like way back when the uh, the leak came out. Uh, like that weird like week where an eBay leak was out. Um and I got chatting with one of my Instagram followers about it. And and he's got a, I think it was an RA twenty, and he sent me sent me some clips uh, of him using the RA twenty. And now listening to this, I can I can definitely get it. I, I get why why there's such a a following behind these because it it doesn't sound like any any other delay reverb unit that that's really out there. Does it? It's, it sounds like it's got like a metallic edge to it, doesn't it? It's yeah, it's nice. I I like it a lot. It's um, I can't wait to uh, actually get one. If I do get one, I'm not sure if I'm going to get one, but um, I I might, and if I do, I really very much look forward to it. Indeed. Um, yeah, I've I've actually played the original um two oh one, and it's it's amazing. It's really nice to play. Um, my good friend Justin has one, and um. We were playing with his old place, and that was just, yeah, really, really, really nice. But um, I think I think they've done a really good job with this. You've got all the different modes, so all the different uh, combinations of heads. You've got a tone on it. You've got the echo control, the intensity. So they've kept the names of all the controls the same. Um, yeah. But obviously, they've added the well and the flutter, and that's just that's really, really nice. I th- I think it goes just into too much and just into too little well too it, it goes from nothing obviously yeah but it's always nice to be able to put it just that little bit too much because some people will want that yeah yeah for some people that's that's the money shot isn't it yeah some people want to watch the word burn <laughs> Am I right in saying as well that I think it's the first time I've ever seen a pedal that's got the ability to age the sound Oh pedal. no, no! Wow, well, that's been, been yeah. I mean, Strymon Deco and 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 whatnot. They they've been doing that for ages, haven't they? I, yeah. I've never ever played a Strymon, so as as well as the Tube Screamer and any other things. No. So I'm not not allowed to even look at them because they're uh, they're definitely outside of the budget budget pedal <laughs> remit. Well. <laughs> It's not the only, you know, we normally talk about green overdrives and these sort of things. This week's just been green delays, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah, yeah, there was a... Segway, an, another... wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there's another vintage-inspired um, 
it's slightly less vintage, in, entirely slightly less vintage, but there has been another um, old school delay unit that's been been mentioned. And again, it was a leak that I mentioned at the start of the week, I think, because, or it might have been last week, actually, that um, Guitar World magazine had just put a, like a product photo of it in just in one of their articles. Yeah, so I contacted a friend over at Line 6 and I was like, um, uh, oh God, I've just, what's going on here? I've just come up onto the Line 6 website just so I can see the pedal and it's come up with alert fire hazard. Yeah, so the, that's been that's been going Ooh. for for ages. That the the, uh, the old uh, wireless units, like cer- like certain models of it, have got a fire hazard, and they'll they'll recall them. That's they've put that um, warning on there for about a year. Um, every time I go to update the uh, <laughs> the Helix software, I get that. Right, you get used Crikey. to it. You get used to it, Lee. Yeah, I just wanted to have a look at the picture. Go away. All right, there's an X. Okay. Um, yeah, so apparently this one's uh, slightly smaller than the old DL4. Uh, although yep. it does look almost as big, this one's a little bit smaller. Um, one of the old problems with the old DL4 was the foot switches were, were crap. They yeah. were, they would break. Notoriously, notoriously bad, weren't they? Yeah, people would do mods on them where the mod was... Just replace the, the yeah, replace the foot switches. Yeah. <laughs> um, that said, there are people out there who have been using them for donkey's years. And, I think the edge. Know. I think the edge uses one. I think Matt Bellamy. I think Matt Bellamy used one, and Kevin did as well. And, um, you cut out a little bit when, when the first one you said. Did you say Ed O'Brien? No, I said the edge. Oh, the uh, James, the, James Hetfield, and Matt Bellamy. I think I mean, they it, used if the there's anything delayed, the Edge will have used it, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he actually lives about ten seconds behind everyone else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the the look of disappointment on Josh's face there was was just priceless. <laughs> so it's got uh, two types of looper built into it. Uh, which is quite cool. You've got MIDI built into it. It actually takes um, an SD card as well, so you can save yes. bits and pieces onto it as well. Um, probably gives you the same sort of um, looperability as like the uh, Boss ones, where you can save tones, uh, save songs onto it, and yeah, then so, use and playback. So the, like this, the standard um, standard feature is it's something like two hundred and forty seconds worth of loop, but then with micro SD you can get hours. You can get hours worth of like recording. So That's cool, man. Yeah. But what was really important with this is a lot of the line six stuff nowadays is a bit beyond some people. And um, you know, you just look at something, they see something with a screen, they think, no, not for me. The yeah. the DL for the uh, MD4 and all these were really simple. You just kind of like everything just did what it said it did. Yeah, you turn a dial and it it selects that type of delay, and then you've got like f- three other controls or something. You've you've got ones that I think it was like tweak and tweeze that yeah. change depending on what uh, what delay you're using. I love the way they spell tweeze as right as well. It's T W E E. <laughs> yeah, very, like very of its time. Um, yeah. So the so like fifteen there's fifteen different models on the on the rotary dial that are based on the Helix um Helix delay models. But then you've also got the original models as well. There's a button that puts you into legacy mode and then you've got those original DL4 models. Uh, that was so, really important for them. That what what Line Six said that they wanted to do with the Mark II was to, if someone wanted a new version of their old pedal that was going to be a little bit more reliable uh, yeah. and probably sound a little bit better as well, um, is they could press this button and it would be exactly the same. Yeah, it would be what they're used to. And some of the um, some of the things that they've put in the. The the Helix models 
are really cool. I noticed that they've put the ADT in there, which is the uh, not the doubler. So you essentially get in also double track. Yeah, yeah. So so like the uh, the TC mimic or the um, Keeley is it the mi- the millisecond or some something like that? Mini Q? No. Uh... But the, yeah, there's there's a bunch of like no, not mini Q. like yeah. doubling pedals. Um, the one in within uh, Helix uh, three point one five was one of the things that I highlight as like my top five choices because uh, it's just it's like a really good sounding doubler. So they've they've yeah. included that. So that's really cool. They've yeah, included and... an, another couple of the um, like the the most recent update ones in there as well. Yeah, it looks really cool. You're going to be able to update this as well. So um, that that's nice. Keeps it. Thing. It looks sturdy. Some people have said that it looks a bit ugly, but then I've pointed out. Uh, have you seen the original? Yeah. You know, they, they weren't exactly works of art. They, they no, looked uh, like they were supposed to be. It looked like they were like fell off a fifties car. But when it comes yeah, to they, effects pedals, yeah, it it was an iconic uh, an iconic look. But they couldn't run with that for the new one because it's just it's dated. So they've. They've made it a little bit more chunky looking, a little bit more robust, and like modernized it a touch. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we've still like you can definitely see that that is a DL four. Yeah, so it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, it's That's... got so we, we say it's got um, fifteen modes plus a looper. It's it's got six presets that you can do from the unit itself. But it's also got 122 uh, MIDI presets, which this is a pedal which... 122? 122. That's odd. <laughs> this is a pedal that I would fully endorse having MIDI with because there's so much in there that having like more than six presets is... Um, it's favourable. That was like the if, same thing with the SY one, wasn't it? It was. It was. People were screaming out for MIDI for that. Yeah, yeah. It it, it does make full sense. They. Yeah, so so that's that's all the info I've got on it, apart from the price. So it is uh, two fifty two uh, on Toman. So two two hundred fifty quid, pretty much. Um. What are we saying? What are we saying there? I'm gonna say, given how long the original one has lasted, people probably the sort of thing that will last people even like you know they'll get their money's worth. I think if it yeah. wasn't for that heritage, though, I might be um, I might be saying it's a little bit much. But then again, it's a lot of pedal. It is. It is. I mean, I think. What it does that other things on the market don't is that it is it's all on the face of the pedal. Like there's no menus that you have to go through because otherwise I'd be arguing there's uh there's like the boss uh DD two hundred or I don't know, like even like the HX effects or the HX stomp isn't massive amounts different than this in terms of price but you've got so much more but you are then menu hopping and uh you navigating screens whereas this it's all on the face of it so yeah it's got this a, all... a mic X, xlr in as well so it's not just limited to uh guitar over indeed yeah i did notice that actually um i, I was i was impressed by that i think that might be like that and the the functionality of the looper might be the saving grace for it i'll tell you what the saving grace for it is the single most important upgrade they made to this pedal is the fact that it takes center negative nine volt dc in (laughs) (laughs) i mean it would be a real slap in the face if they decided to go with that as like a legacy um feature of the product (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> that was my my first question to to yeah. our friends over at Line Six was: Is 
DC sent like sent a negative on it. <laughs> and they were like, oh yes, oh, yeah, yes, they'd be is. shooting themselves in the foot otherwise, wouldn't they? Um, but the, uh, so it is. It's bringing it to the like the new generation. It's a bit like uh, I know we mentioned Strymon pedals um, earlier. Strymon pedals are are popular because they have got everything on the face of it. There's no menus, so it's kind of aiming That's... towards that market. It's not true on the timeline and stuff. There are there are screens, screens. But yeah, they're they're like very basic LCD screens, though, aren't they? They're telling you like divisions of time and and whatnot. It's not like, like you're not having to scroll through uh, x amount of menus and then put signal chains together based on a little uh, LCD screen. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, you you can change quite a lot of parameters. I think if it had come out after the DD five hundred, it would, the screens would have been more advanced. And I think if they ever do a uh, a Mark II at the timeline and so on and so forth, uh, I think the screens will be more in depth. So I mean, to quote our friend, Mister Andrew Bimson. Oh yes, yes. Are you are you gonna lukewarm hot take this mofo? Sort of, because, but even though I had my own lukewarm hot tape, but yes, would you get this or would you just get the HX stomp, which you can probably do? You know, right, so uh, so I'll I'll quote him quote him word for word because I've actually got this written down as a follow-on from this bit of news. So we are going to lukewarm hot take this one and one of us is going to fight the corner of Bimson here. Uh, maybe maybe more than one of us. So the DL, DL4 Mark II doesn't do anything that an HX stomp and a four-button MIDI controller can't do, and you only need the MIDI controller for the looper. Otherwise, you could get away with just an HX stomp. It's not wrong. But that's the selling point of it, isn't it? Yeah. I think like, we've touched on it a little bit with like going through the news with it. it it's the simplicity is one thing. The The fact that it's it's all on a... Like on on a dial that's directly in front of you, rather than having to navigate those screens, the fact it's got tweak and tweeze, <laughs> just quality. Um, but it, it's it's appealing to those people who may be scared by the the HX stomp. And do you know what else? You know, you can start your delay journey with this very easily, but yeah. it will grow with you. Yeah, yeah. There's there's more in there than you than you realize it's a four button um looper as well yeah yeah the the four button looper with like the start and stop and like the overdubs and whatnot mm. is that's a that's a fully featured looper and, yeah, and it's got the uh, different color lights on the uh switches as well which is re- real nice um nice point because when you're playing live you just got a glance and you know where you're at yeah and the the expandable memory through uh, micro sd as well is a really cool feature because micro sd cards uh of like good good enough quality that it will you'll be able to to run audio on it probably cost about 12 quid these days yeah so should come with one, really, shouldn't it? I mean, it, for for the sake of like twelve quid, yeah, I don't think there's an arg. Like it's it's not a, not a breaking point, is it? No, it's not gonna. Not it's not. You're not gonna like flip over tables and say, "Well, I'm not buying this shit now." All right then, Josh. <laughs> uh, since uh, budget pedal chap and I seem to be singing off the same hymn sheet, you've got to argue against us. Why would you not just get an M5 with the legacy pedals in? I mean, you could get an M5. The the the, um, the lukewarm hot take is about the HX stomp. It's the it, same principle applies because you could get a, an M5 for cheaper than you would get this. I mean, you could get look maybe the M M9, and then you've got all of the functionality, mm-hmm. like the foot switch uh, foot switch ability, and more. Indeed, yeah, yeah. See, I had to. I didn't even have to argue that point. Like, it's done for me. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I've never ever looked at the Line Six M Five M Nine. 
Oh, they are so good. They are BMW, so BMW good. ones are better though. They what? Sorry. BMW yeah. M5 and um, yeah, M6. I've never got a, so, good, a good face tone out of that. I, I am the last person to ask to argue that point because I wouldn't even know what to argue with, yeah, with those. I, I don't think we're going to get very far with this lukewarm hot take because I don't think it stands up. I think this does what it needs to do. Um, and and do you know what? When I first saw it, I did think the same as Bimson. I thought, yeah, who's going to buy this when they can go and get that? And then I was like, hang on a minute. No, there is a market for this. I mean, so much love for it. The 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 thing is, there's there's like fully compelling arguments on both sides. You could you could argue the point that the HX Stomp does everything and more, and you're not wrong. But then you could also argue that this does enough in a way that's easy to access to those people who are technophobic. Mm. Uh. And it's a it's a, a decent price point, like for what you're getting. Yeah, if this who was we're dealing with as well, you know, this yeah. is Yamaha, right? Yamaha, yeah. as in like the R1 <laughs> motorbikes and these sort of things, are a massive company. <laughs> They're not going to yeah. do something like um, something just off the cuff. You think, oh, this might sell. That you know, it's. There's a lot of research gone into this to make sure that the work they put into this is going to pay off. Yeah, they've thought about this. They they've definitely thought about this. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. So this this will be the hot take. It will be in the uh, in the Fret Talk podcast group. So you need to be in that group to put your uh, your hot take down for that. Your your vote. I'm just going to check. What the uh, what the results of last week's one were? You know, we needed for this, don't you? We needed Matt. I've, I reckon Matt would have argued the point quite well. Yeah, like Matt would have argued it to a fault. <laughs> <laughs> or, I'll or, to, I'll save my hot take for next week then. Yeah, like we we're not gonna not gonna burn through them uh, at an ex- exponential pace and i think having one a week is good because it it really focuses that um those polls i've just seen <laughs> i've just seen the, 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 the picture of uh picture of josh in our group as well oh uh, shit you're yes. gonna make me drum <laughs> oh, so good um so last week's lukewarm hot take the results are in and what who would have thought it remind us so Tube amps are becoming obsolete. Matt was arguing the point that actually modelling amps are good enough that tube amps are going to be obsolete. And it was close, but we've got uh, tube amps will never die wins. So all hail the tube amp. I think, uh, what was the other option? There there was two options. There was... Tube amps uh, are are never going to die. And then all welcome our um, modelling amp overlords, I think, or something like that. I mean, the question was skewed <laughs> by the way, <laughs> way it was asked. Uh, hey, them's, them's the breaks. Uh, so, so well, I've got a little bit of more of um, what I've been up to. Oh, uh, carry on then. Uh, more delay news uh, and a little bit more. Um, I mean, it's very fitting considering we've already like wedged a, a new segment and a um, hot take in the middle of it. <laughs> it is literally <laughs> delayed. <laughs> um, so we have received a couple of uh, toys from TC Electronics. Um, we have. So we have indeed. My gosh. Now, the first one, let's talk about the. IR loader, the impulse response IR loader from TC, which is their new one, um, which yeah. has a screen on it. The impulse, like... isn't it? Yes, it is. It's right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit dark in this room, though. Um, let me pick it up so I can look at it. Um, yeah, it, it's actually really nice. It's um, yeah, it's a, it's a TC pedal, and they in in a mini 
enclosure yeah. um, as you would expect, but it's actually really nice with a nice screen on it. The screen, when you first plug it in, it comes up with like some really cool graphics and stuff. It's um, like more than what you would expect. Yeah, it's um, quite a big screen considering it's a mini pedal as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's so simple. You've got left and right, and then the middle knob just is the volume. Yeah. <laughs> I've used I mean, a lot you, of IR You can't loaders. mess that up, can you? But then again, like no. IR loaders, it's it's a case of you, you're loading your IR and that's it really, isn't it? There's no tweaking you can do with it. Yeah, well, usually you can. Uh, usually you can like choose like um, a little bit of uh, resonance and these sort of things. You can change them around a little bit. Yeah, like a, like a cut. Yeah, you can generally tweak them a, a bit, but uh, maybe that's possible on here. I've only played with it for uh, about an hour today, um, but I really liked it. I can't wait to see what your thoughts are on it, and um, we'll be bringing you a video on that. Really nice soft switch button, but the biggest surprise to me was the other pedal that they sent over, which was well, the, the smallest brigade. surprise, shall we say. Yeah. So the Bucket Brigade um, analog delay from TC looks like, uh, when you look at the pictures of it, it looks like an MXR size pedal. It is not. Yeah. It is almost exactly the same height. I've got them standing next to each other here. And the uh, Bucket Brigade is just a tiny, tiny, like a few mil taller than the... Um, than the impulse and the this is a mini pedal remember the impulse it's um it's a same yeah like the stand the standard mini pedal format yeah same height same depth but the width is probably about another centimeter Uh, and i couldn't believe it when i pulled out the box i was like where's the rest of it (laughs) yeah I, i thought the box was really thin i thought it was like the the packed this thing within like a really like a like a one cardboard walled box yeah but I've it's had not it's for as well oh <laughs> yep i've had a few ebay um <laughs> things like that where it's come through essentially in a plastic bag <laughs> yeah um but then yeah i plugged it in and um the controls on it are delay feedback and volume the volume is actually a mix so it's not a volume yeah. at all it's it's yeah. that that should have been called mix because when you have it all the way down there is still signal coming through yeah. and then you mix in your your uh, delay signal and then you've got a switch that you yeah, can soft hear switch again <laughs> no 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 switch oh oh okay yeah the mod switch yeah, for for the mod, it is soft foot switch. Yeah, you're right there. But you've got the mod switch there, which is a nice little toggle, and that switches on the mod. And then you've got another knob that controls the uh, depth for that modulation. Yeah, very simple. I played with it for ages. It sounds wicked. Yeah, it's I think really we good. we spoke about this one when they'd announced it, and and me and Matt were almost foaming at the mouth, con- considering it's essentially a carbon copy but half the price yeah um i i haven't ab'd it with my carbon copy i i will um yeah but i really enjoyed this really really enjoyed it i was uh i i was doing like the trick that i like to do where you kind of like use it a bit like a pad um and uh just having it on the like just so it's just oscillating self-oscillating but then i managed to get it so there was also an obvious repeat on there as well nice um, by by like just balancing the delay and and the feedback um because mm. if you have either one too high or too low if you have the delay too low or the feedback too high you'll get oscillation it's really hard to balance them in fact it did oscillate going to self-oscillation super easy um that was my only real criticism of it though but i like that so it's not really a criticism because i like to use that but it meant that i could have lots of different flavors of um pads it was um yeah it was it's awesome actually really really great can't wait to try that one yeah yeah, it sounded really good with the. Um, I had my Sonic Cake uh, Rude Mouse running into <laughs> Josh it. Josh just sitting here like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's nice. It, you know, I don't think it's um, 
given it's a bucket brigade delay, yeah. It, you, what we've spoken about for today are three very different delays. One is um, based on a, a very unique tape delay, which doesn't sound like any other sort of delay, like tape delay. Another yeah. is the Line 60L4 Mark II, which kind of is a, a jack-of-all-trades, but a simpler version of. And then yeah. this is basically an analog delay. It's supposed to sound like tape delay, but not like the, the Space Echo, you know? So very, very different flavors of delay. And delay is probably my favorite effect. I, I wouldn't ever want to be bored without delay on it. I think I, I like overdrive. Um, I'll be honest. <laughs> no, I, I'm a I'm a delay fan as well. I do like delay. I I tend to use it over, um, over reverb because you can get delay to get out of the way easier. Yeah, yeah, you really can. You can use uh, delays like this, like a reverb as well. Yeah, that's what I tend to do. I tend to like have that. I have it kind of low mix, very few repeats, and a. Kind of medium short delay time, so that it's not slap back, but it's you just get that kind of almost like a, a very slight cave kind of reverb. Yeah, it was really easy to get that sort of Dublin effect on this as well. Yeah. It was super easy to dial in. One one of the things I'd say is the the knobs on it, they're like they're almost stiff to turn not yeah quite. they've got they've got resistance to them don't they which is yeah. good it is very good cuz it is more accurate for dialing it in yeah much more accurate yeah but we we've, 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 we've got to get some some sound samples of these up cuz i'm i'm excited yeah we'll we'll get some uh, we should uh, do a demo of each uh, maybe uh, some more demos of them combined or something hell yeah Oh yeah, yeah. I I would highly recommend that bucket uh bucket brigade, and you could fit quite a lot of these in a bucket as well. Yeah, I mean the the fact that I, I thought they were going to be the same size as the 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 like reworked Behringer ones because mm. they're quite quite chunky pedals, um, and it is a top mounted as well. So I thought it it looked very similar to those, but no, it's it's about half the size of one of those. Yeah, I I think they've done a very good job in getting that top mounted. Where you've got like four knobs and a switch, and like two top mounted jacks and uh and the power on the top as well. Nothing on the sides, so you can get yeah. that in flush. So not only is it small, it will go in flush against uh, other pedals. That's got to work in its favour as well, because it will just it's fit good. in those like t- little tight gaps that you might have on your pedal board, and you go, okay, I could fit maybe one pedal on. One more pedal, bam, goes right in there. Do you know what? I don't really like mini pedals all that much because of the way they move left and right because they're normally, no, I say normally, yeah. when you look at where the foot switch ends, they're normally taller than yeah. they are wide. Which the, yeah, is... They're usually about th- th- a three to one ratio in terms of like uh, width to, to length. Yeah, I, th- I think they're normally about four centimeters high whereas they're about three point three point two wide oh, going yeah. into my knowing all the size <laughs> go on how much do they weigh lee go, go on um the mini pedals are usually around 250 grams <laughs> that's it get your scales out now see if he's right the the new bucket we're going i'm just holding it in my hands compared to i think i think the Oh, just not my mic, sorry. The new I know, it was game, wobbling about it. <laughs> I think that's probably around between 250 and 300. Okay. Quite light then. Yeah. yeah. They, of course, do not take batteries, I'd assume. It's, it's, it's not much bigger than a battery, so I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, if there's any space in there at all, there won't be enough for a battery. I mean, look... Battery. <laughs> <laughs> this one is small. This one is far away. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> uh, classic Father Ted sketch. Oh, dear. Yeah. So we have got one final bit of news, but I'm reluctant to do it 
because every other piece of news that we've talked about today has been a delay. And this oh. last bit is not about a delay. So I don't think I'm going to. I just don't think I'm going to. I wonder what it we'll... is. I'll, I'll tell you after the cast. I'll tell you after the cast. Um, so that that will be that will be our podcast for this, this week. We are pretty much at an hour bang on, Ooh. and I think we uh, we started the podcast really early on in the recording. So I reckon we'll we'll get the we'll get the full hour. Uh, the last couple of podcasts have been been um, quite quite hefty, boys. So this one's going to be a, a nice little light one for this week. Uh, for two forty one. Uh, so, thank you, thank you for being listeners. You are you you've done a fantastic job. Well done. Um, the Patreon backers have just done a little bit better though. Uh, and for two dollars a month, you can be one of those people. They are as follows. As uh, they are, they are as, well. as follows. Okay, is Mr. that what you said? Mr. Andrew Bimson, Mr. Adam Yeomans, Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects, of Masters of the Cinematic Universe podcast, and of the Just Surprise Me podcast. We have got Mr. Hugh G. Rection of My Pants fame. Uh, we have got Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups, and Mr. Brian Goer of the Tone Jerks podcast, and the Second Button podcast. Um the Seinfeld watch along, not really watch along, but kind of watch along podcast. So um, I started watching that. What do you think? Uh, I think that I couldn't get any more streams, so I enjoyed the ones that I watched. <laughs> it's on <laughs> Netflix. It's literally on Netflix. I watch Netflix. Okay, <laughs> just I'll I'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I, I don't I don't need it, but um. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed, enjoyed the. I only watched like the first one or two of the first season, but yeah, was... they they get better. Like I, I found the the maybe first half of the first season a little bit tough, uh, yeah. and then it got better. I see what you mean. That's definitely of its time. Yeah. yeah. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's... But there's there's some things that are quite uh, quite timeless in it as well, like the. Um, there's a lot of times where they don't mention how much things cost uh because that's an instant date on on your uh, on your sitcom yes um and so yeah there's there's a few uh, few good episodes uh that I've I've caught up on that and I I'm never in about season 4 thanks to uh, to Brian Gower and uh the second button podcast I definitely would have continued watching if um if I could have. That's it. If you could <laughs> illegally stream the rest. <laughs> well, I, I mean, wanted to make sure it was good it, first, you know. Yeah, it's 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 old enough. It's like ain't no one getting like kickbacks from that anymore. Um so if you want to catch me online, I am Budget Pedal Chap. You can find me sometimes on Pedal Boards of Doom. Most of the time you can find me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. At Budget Pedal Chap. Budget Pedal Chap YouTube channel is the home to the No Talk or Tone series and the No Talk or Tone versus series as well. And where this week we blues drive off. Uh, <laughs> just switch them off. Uh, Lee, where can we find you? You can find me watching Telly. <laughs> no, you can find me uh, on Pedalboards of Doom. Uh, mm-hmm. on Instagram, uh, which isn't actually me. <laughs> It'll be our Josh, friend it, Josh. <laughs> It'll be. And you oh can gosh. find me on Facebook, which um, is where I usually hang out because uh, I guess I'm probably a boomer or something. Um... <laughs> well, we've got a massive, like an absolutely massive Facebook group to yeah. to just bask in. That's it. That's that's where we run the largest, most active forum dedicated to pedals in the effing world. That's right. Indeed. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> we also um, uh, sister company to um, Tonepedia, who are a German-based company who do real recordings of all pedals and guitars and and amps and these sort of things and we had a lovely message from our um uh previously mentioned andrew bimpson this week who um 
I was talking to about Tonepedia and he said, oh, yeah, but I don't know how, if it really sounds real. And he actually had, won a pedal. This is how I became friends with Andy was because he won a pedal from Tonepedia and we started talking afterwards. Uh, and, um, yeah, he, he actually listened to it, played it, listened to it on Tonepedia and he was like, oh, Oh, it does actually sound the same. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, lovely message from Andy. I was really happy with that. It was um, lovely. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I do. I help run that. And, uh, yeah, go check it out. Yeah, yeah, check out the, uh, the RE2 um, player. I think by this point you'll have um, posted that in the Threat Talk group and Pedal Boards of Doom as well. So you've probably seen it by now, but if you haven't, Make sure you're checking that out because honestly, it's it's really good. It is. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, and check out the uh, band, um, the the band part of it as well, like so you can hear it in the mix. Because um, I'd I'd love to hear people's feedback on that because people are really liking that. It might be something we do more of. Mm. Yeah, I, I I would very much encourage people to leave some good feedback on that because I'd like to hear more of that. I was very impressed by that. Josh, where can we find you? What are we saying? At 742 Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> nice. You can find me at the Corona Mortis on Instagram, the Guitar Geeks podcast, and on YouTube at Joshy ZK. And go and fi- follow Paramore GB, my new band. Whoop, whoop. Well, yeah. not my band, but you know what I mean. That's it. As much your band as anyone's now. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. And that will be that will be us for this week. So from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from the weird thing that Lee has drawn on a piece of polystyrene, from Lee, from Mr. Oh My Gosh, it's Josh. Hi, Josh. It, it, hi, Josh. It will be a tatty bye. And good night for this week. How does the Pope shop online? I don't know. Through PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.